This is the Funky Gamer Podcast. Hello, hello, hello there. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Funky Gamer Podcast, a gaming podcast from a bunch of wannabe somebody at still nobody British dudes who think they know stuff that gets easier to say every week. This is episode 18 and we are back this week to talk about everything from crazy rumors regarding Sony and a potential acquisition of Take-Two, aka Rockstar, all the way to Xbox Live's pending release across multiple gaming platforms. To discuss this and more, as always, joining me are my co-hosts, Chris Wright, hath thine weaketh been hurried? I don't know why you go Victorian every week, it's very off-putting. Uh, I don't know, I just did it one week, and I then did it another week, and I've done it ever since. Uh, I noticed, yeah, yeah it's, it's very weird. To try and follow up on that, yeah, I'm, I'm alright. Excellent, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I, it, one of these weeks, you'll actually answer me in Victorian. I think that's the goal. I don't, I don't think that'll happen. No problem. Well, you keep working on that. I'll keep trying to work on not speaking to you in Victorian. Of course, not just yourself, though. The Geordie one, Mr. David Moore, your eat yourself pet. Hi, am I? It's all good, man. It's all good. Good to hear you're both okay. And as always, as I say to you both, thanks for being here. What do you say we crack on and talk about some gaming shiz? Yeah, man. Let's do this. What are you playing? Okay, Dave, I'm going to go to you first, mate. What have you been playing over the last seven days or so? Absolutely destroyed Devil May Cry 5. So you did. And I believe this time last week you hadn't played it. No. Completed, and I'm actually a quarter of the way through my second run. Really? Is that for some? Is that just because you enjoyed it so much or because there's some underlying? Harder difficulty, obviously. You unlock moves and weapons. So to progress back through the game with them weapons, it changes the dynamic of it again. So got got some decent replay value, I guess. Three, four more difficulties worth, I believe. Oh, wow. See, this is the kind of thing that I don't know, having never played a DMC game in my life. But glad to hear that you're enjoying it. Has it just been DMC for you this week? Um, I had a little play on Anthem, I think, with yourself one night, was it? Yes, I think we've played maybe a couple of nights this week. Um, but yeah, that was fun, yeah. as always. And I have installed Monster Hunter World. I don't know why I purchased it. It was cheap, so I thought we'd give it a go, and I will be giving that a go. Yeah, you play, I think you paid about eight quid for it on sale, didn't you, something like that? <laughs> I did, yeah. Very nice. Well, I'm, I'm sure you'll enjoy that. I was going to ask you whether you played it. I'm guessing you haven't, just based on what you just said. No, not yet. That's okay. Well, I'd be interested to know what you think, because I know a couple of people within my immediate social circle that purchased that game and they played it. They liked it. So I'd like to get your take on it, but maybe next week's show. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Chris, what about you? I think, I well, I know in part what you've been playing, but I'm going to let you tell us. I've been playing Anthem, and I, I paid for the gold edition of The Division 2, so I've been playing that since Tuesday. Okay, we could have that, because this is on, I mean, I We'll come back to the division just briefly because that is also on my list of play uh, play games. Um, aside from Anthem, the division they've been taking up most of your time. I'm guessing because you're back to work now. Yes, yeah, it's been it's been a, a busy week. I've not really had much time between those two games. They're quite intensive. Once you get into them, the, there's a lot to do. Mm, yeah, for sure. And both are games are service games, so they're they're not necessarily kind of something you're going to complete within thirty thirty five hours. So it makes sense that they're going to consume a ton of your time really long term. yeah they're just going to keep rolling on exactly so for me anthem is also on my list this week i've of course played anthem as dave suggested i have completed the campaign for lego the movie the video game 
Yay. Yay. I did it today. Good stuff. Good on you. I'm at around about 35% total completion, which isn't bad. What? I know. Basically, I've just got to go through and kind of complete all the levels in free play and grab all the collectibles and that kind of thing. So, Oh my God, that sounds horrendous. I'm going to do it. It's my pledge to myself and everyone listening, which means that I've now backed myself into a corner. We'll see how long it takes for you to lose the will to live. I'm, I'm determined to do this. My determination will override my, any willingness that I have to potentially pack this in. You'll see. On top of that, though, the Division 2, as you have stated. Yes. I also acquired this. It's worth noting that I know that Dave was a bit on the fence and still is. I think he's going to grab it. Am I right in saying that, Dave? I'll give in to peer pressure eventually, you know I will. But I don't know. For the moment, I've... Uh, I don't know. That's fair enough. Well, I know that you kind of were borderline in between that and your Monster Hunter game, which obviously in this case you ended up going with, which is totally cool because I know you will get the Division 2 eventually. We will end up playing that together, I'm sure of it. Definitely at some point, yeah. So we look forward to that. But me and Chris have actually played a number of hours in this. Chris, more so than myself, as you suggested, you've got access to the the early entry stuff through your gold purchase. Oh, yes. Yep. So I mean, let's just grab some some kind of thoughts on this whilst we're here and discussing it. What what do you think about the game? Uh, I enjoyed bossing you around last night while we were playing it. <laughs> I was going to say the one thing that I have least enjoyed so far is your bossing me around whilst we played it. <laughs> uh, you need to be told sometimes. You can't just go running in all guns blazing. Oh, is he like that? All gung ho. I'm not like that at all. Yeah, it doesn't work in this game. You need to use the cover system and you need to use tactics, as we figured out last night. I made a new friend. It's not like Destiny, is it, where it's always Guardian down and it's Reggie? That's not even the case with Destiny. <laughs> Listen, I'm not like a Debbie Downer, and I know that's not the correct use of that term, but for the, for the context of what we're talking about, I am not the Debbie Downer of this, you know, this little group. It was tough for all of us. If you look at Anthem, I'm playing the Storm in Anthem, which is the weakest class. I'm not down all that often. It's true, it's true. I, th- I consider myself to be a healer, an enabler, as it were. Anyway, I'm also enjoying the Division, apart from, like I say, Chris bossing me around. That's rather annoying. Don't play with Chris. But, it, yeah, it's good. I'm quite limited on my experience so far, uh, kind of, which is really why I thought I'd really get your take on it. I can only offer so much insight. Yeah, I absolutely love it so far. I started one character when I got the the early access from Tuesday and I restarted again yesterday just because I wasn't quite happy with the the perks that I picked initially. So um, I started from scratch. Yeah, which just so happened to coincide with my starting of the game. I was about an hour in and we decided why not party up because we were around the same point. So that was good. I did enjoy it. It was a, a, a good go. I was amazed at how much there is to do, actually. There's an absolute, so you can set a waypoint to go for one thing and find about three or four other things to do along the way, so you are massively distracted all the time. Yeah, and I am quite impressed. Don't get me wrong, there's a lot of similarities you can draw to the first division from this game, but ultimately there is enough different about it, and it feels fresh enough, and I know it's a tough thing or a weird thing to describe something as feeling fresh, but it kind of does, I don't know why. They've kind of changed enough for the quality of life stuff that it makes it much more, much, much, much more bearable than the the state of the first game, at least when it launched. So yeah, something we'll continue to play, I think. Yeah, I love the the settlements and the the finding resources for groups and, and helping other people out. That's a cool addition to it all. 
just the way that they've uh, kind of integrated the mission structure and the types of things that you're doing. Uh, again, I've said it before for other games, not many, but other games indeed. It just makes sense within the universe that you're set in. Everything you do just makes sense. And it has a photo mode. Oh, God, yeah. And if you noticed, I bet you have, Chris, one of the default emotes on the character is to take a selfie. Yep, I have. They obviously designed that with you in mind. Well, clearly, yeah. Uh, the target market right here. They just need to do one with a front-facing camera. Then you can just go around looking for mirrors. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Excellent. Well, me, I'm not too sure whether we'll do like a full podcast on the Anthem. Excuse me, not Anthem. We have done. I'll touch on that in just a second. I'm not sure whether we'll do a full podcast on the Division 2 yet. Maybe when Days played it, we'll see whether there's still people interested within the game. If it's still worth doing a sit down to talk about that kind of thing, then then we'll do it. But with regards to the Anthem podcast, we have actually done it. We recorded it like a week ago. It's been published since then. Unfortunately, we seem to be having a really weird sync issue with uh, SoundCloud, which is the provider of our, our RSS feed. Uh, I'm currently in some ticket negotiation with their support as they're trying to figure out what's going on. It's a bit of a weird one. They're trying to reconstruct the steps that I took to basically upload this file along with a couple of others. And they think it might be browser-specific, I think. But one of two things will happen. I will either, I'll either have changed provider by the time this goes live in order to facilitate this going live as well as our Anthem special, or SoundCloud will have sorted their issue. One of those two things will have happened. But I want people to know we did record it. It is done. It's ready to go. I'm just trying to get it out to everybody. So thanks for patience there. Other than that, I don't have a hell of a lot to say about what I've been playing. What about you guys? Anything else you want to add? I think that's it. That's my week. Oh, I did play Graveyard Keeper for a few hours. <laughs> oh, way! <hey. laughs> just for a change, I just thought I'd add that one in. Just for a change, of course. It's been a while though, right? It has, it has. I'll finish it one day. I definitely will. I've, that's me goal. I need to finish that game. It is completable, I take it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Once you do all the quests. and Keep hacking away at it. I will do, yeah, yeah. And I wish you the best of luck. Yeah. Nice one. Well, <laughs> excellent. Well, I'm glad that you added that on as addition because I was beginning to wonder where you and your graveyard keeper antics were these days. All right. Let's move on, shall we, chaps, to the news and discussion because that's where all the good stuff lies. Funky Gamer News and Discussion. Righty doke. Quite a few things to talk about this week. What have we got first, Chris? Tell us. There was a rumour earlier in the week that uh, Sony were going to buy Take-Two and Rockstar. Very big company indeed. It was it was huge news. And yeah, the rumours sort of lasted for about a day before they were shot down. In, in the eyes of some people, sad. Depends who you ask. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Take-Two shares went up in, in relation to this rumour surfacing. So anybody who, who dipped in for take, some Take-Two shares were loving it. Until the next day. Yeah, hopefully they, they paid out and bailed when the going was good because I'm guessing there was a massive crash afterwards. Yeah, that, well, that you would think so, given the fact that this got quashed relatively quickly by Sony. Yeah, yeah, it was an, it was a good story. It really was. And I, I don't think... I couldn't see it taking off or happening fully because to buy that company... I know Sony have got a fair bit of money, but the amount that that Rockstar have made over the last few years from GTA and Red Dead pales. It really does. Yeah, no, for sure. And to be honest, uh, it's, it's, it's a juicy rumor. Like you say, it, it, makes, it makes news for sure, this kind of thing. But it kind of doesn't surprise me that it turned out to be false. I mean, Take-Two as a, a company are huge. 
you know, they encapsulate what are 2K and Rockstar. Yeah, yeah. So sure, it would have been potentially great for Sony. I guess the discussion that we have around this is now in hindsight, of course, because they've said it's not going to happen. But do you think do you think this would have been a good thing, Dave? What do you reckon? Not at all. Not a good thing at all. I mean, acquiring something like Rockstar and Take Two would have been too much of a monopoly for one person to have, because you would have all the WWE IPs, the um, NBA Two K, is it? Yeah, the sports franchises and, and things. Many others. I mean. Like you say, it was an interesting rumour, but no, I couldn't see it becoming a thing. I thought it might have turned out to be some kind of exclusive deal with games for a little bit, but obviously it's been quashed by Sony. From top to bottom, it would seem. So yeah, there's there's kind of no side path off this in terms of Sony's association with uh, Take-Two. It's just all lies. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. It's just all, it's all come out of one analyst, I believe, that's made this prediction that turns out to be just complete rubbish. Yeah, what a guy. Yeah, no, nobody really knows where it stems from. Who listens to analysts, man? They're never right. <laughs> Sometimes they are. It's just, you, you know, you're going to have a very good reputation of being right consistently to be known. And this and analyst does not have that. <laughs> if he did before, he doesn't anymore. <laughs> no, certainly not. What do you reckon, Chris? Would this have been a good thing, do you reckon? And it's a fairly, I think it's a bit of a daft question, but it's an, such an interesting story. If this had, Can you imagine if this had happened? It would have been massive for Sony, and it would have really annoyed Microsoft. So for Sony, that's a win. Would it have just annoyed Microsoft, though? Oh, God, no. It would have annoyed a lot of people. Mm. A lot of console owners would have been up in arms as well following this. Had anything actually come of it, there would have been a lot of flack. Yeah, they absolutely would. And I, I do wonder like, if this had have happened. Do you think, let's think, say hypothetically for a second, that Sony did acquire these guys, Take-Two. Do you think that this would mean exclusivity rights for all Take-Two games? Again, and hypothetically, this is complete conjecture because it doesn't exist. Sony have quashed the rumor. Or do you think they would still have chosen to keep major franchise titles like GTA, Red Dead Redemption, cross-platform? Chris, carry on. (laughs) Uh, I think they would have kept certain titles to Sony's platform and spread, spread a few others across to Microsoft and others. Because I think that's where the money is. The money is in multi-format. Absolutely. You're cutting off your nose to spite your face if you just go exclusively with one console these days. That's the phrase that I've used a lot, cutting your nose off to spite your face. Because it is basically, it's it's trying to draw people into using, you know, funnel them into using a particular hardware piece. And obviously there's going to be dedication there. There are people who love Xbox, people who love PlayStation, people who have both. But I don't know, I think it would have been, it would have turned a lot of heads and caused a lot of chaos in some regards if this had gone through. Dave, what do you reckon? If they, what, How do you think they'd have handled that? Again, I think they would have kept certain games for themselves and spread the love between other games. If it had to be me, I would have kept Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption for the PlayStation just to annoy Microsoft. You can have WWE and NBA 2K, but no. I don't think it would have been a good move, like you say. It's cutting your nose off to spite your face. And I think Sony kind of recognised that. Like we say, they quashed the rumour incredibly quickly. This wasn't around for kind of tw- less than 48 hours after this thing had surfaced that they came out and, and basically said, this was via a Bloomberg tech editor, by the way. I don't think they made an official statement. But Bloomberg somehow managed to confirm through a Sony rep that they were absolutely not in any kind of negotiation regarding this. So would have been a nice rumour indeed. I'm with you too. I really don't think this would have been a good idea for the industry, really. You know, there's one thing about being competitive, but there's just another thing about being greedy. 
I think comparing this to, say, what Microsoft had done with their acquisitions recently, they're kind of more mid-level. The more acceptable they were for studios that were maybe struggling or needed more creative financial freedom, that kind of thing, and then Microsoft have stepped in to help them in those regards. This would not have been that. Take to earn a lot of money without PlayStation, without even Xbox, I think. But at the same time, juicy rumor would have been kind of interesting to see if that had been true. Thankfully, it isn't. Let's move on to the next thing. We teased last week that uh, Gearbox software were kind of pending an announcement for a new Borderlands game, or was it the week before? Because we corrected ourselves last week. Yeah, it was the week before. So effectively, they have basically confirmed this. If you can consider this a confirmation, it comes by way of an image that was tweeted by the official Gearbox Twitter account, which is at Gearbox Official. The image is completely themed in the Borderlands art style, and it references the May, excuse me, the March 28th date that we referenced uh, the week before last when we reported on this. This date is with regards to a PAX East panel that's taking place where Gearbox are basically going to announce a load of stuff. And it's quite clear from this teaser that uh, Borderlands 3 is going to be the newest game in that lineup. Not a ton to say here, other than it just confirms our previous report. What I would say, now that we know that it's effectively confirmed, are we, ex- are we excited? Dave, what about you? I don't think you were there for that episode, so I'll ask. 100%. I love the Borderlands franchise. I love it. See, Dave would have corrected our balls up. <laughs> I actually listened back to the podcast. I was like, boys, 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 how are <laughs> What have you done? I'll tell you what, then, whilst, whilst we're talking about Borderlands as a whole, why don't you just give us a, a, a rundown on your experience with the first couple of games, and obviously you're going to be excited for the third. It was something that I followed from the start before its previous iteration because it went to like a um, cel-shaded style of game, and it wasn't like that originally, but I, I like the over the top sense of humor and gunplay it was just so different from anything that was out at the time and it's, it's pe- kind of paved the way for a number of other games that have come since it as well yeah it was just good was just good fun overall so uh, i've played the first as i said in our previous episode i won't touch too too much on this i think i will probably play the third i don't know it depends what they change there were certain elements of the first and second that just didn't appeal to me as in terms of the way that i like to game yeah but yeah so you're definitely excited for this one yeah i'll be definitely picking borderlands 3 up Awesome stuff. What about you, Chris? What, do you reckon you'll get this? I bought two, so I'm going to miss three and get four. <laughs> so you <laughs> We're talking a game that's not even in development yet. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, just pick me up when Borderlands 4 gets announced and launched, and I'll, I'll get that. You're that steadfast on not getting this, this one? Yeah, well, no, we'll see how it is. I'll see how it reviews and how it plays, and yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. We will probably report on this once, the, likely the episode following that announcement. Well, it obviously will be. It'll probably be plastered all over the news. So we'll be sure to include whatever, whatever information Gearbox supply. We'll relay that on through our news section here in a future episode. I'm def- I, I do think I'm excited for this one. I've, I don't know. A bit like Fallout, it's been one of those games that I've always wanted to try and get into properly. Fallout's never done it for me. Borderlands has arguably come the closest. So we'll see. I'll, I will definitely give this game a go. We'll see whether that turns out to be a, a, a worthwhile move on my part. Right, this is an exciting one. Let's move on to this next piece of news. Dave, I'm going to shut this one to you because I know you really, really badly want to talk about this. Aye, okay. Right, we've got the Master Chief collections being confirmed for the PC after a discussion last week and I called Bullcacker on it. So I have now have egg in my face. You do? <laughs> Surprisingly, it'll also be available on Steam as well as the Windows Store, which, which is 
kind of a not controversial move, but a, an unexpected move. Expands the platform, I suppose. It said that all games will be optimized for PCs, and it's not going to be released in its entirety at first. It's going to be a staggered release across the platform. Yeah, so they've basically said they're not releasing it in, all in one go. All in one, staggered. Well, first one drops at the end of 2019, and you also will be getting Halo Reach. Oh, that's now a part of the same collection, right? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Have they said whether that's coming to, is that just PC? I haven't. I haven't said anything of them. Um, it may be available across all platforms, but it'll be interesting to see if they're actually upgraded, because I played it a few months ago on Xbox on the backwards compatible, and it was a bit ropey. <laughs> didn't run very well. I think something tells me if, they, if they're going to do this, which I, I think they are, but if they do, then it's got to be a, some form of remaster. Because it had major frame rate issues. Exactly. And that can kind of take advantage of the newer hardware as well. So why not? Hopefully. You know, that's, what, that's what they did with the other games. Reach was one of the better ones, to be fair. Mm, I enjoyed that as well. I played it a lot. And I've, I've played them all, but Reach is the one of the more memorable ones from my point of view. And also, I must now eat a pie. Let's discuss this. This was an interesting turnout. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Dave, he's definitely going to eat a pie. Oh, I definitely. What, what I thought we could do is come up with some ground rules here. Go for it. This could be really easy, or this could be really difficult. Unfortunately, that's not in my hands to make that decision, is it? So, no, it's not. do your worst, boys. Do your worst. Chris, what do you reckon we should do when it comes to making Dave fulfills his pie eating pledge? Uh, it's got to be. It's got to be a pie he's not really a fan of, hasn't it? Let's be honest. Mate, I'm a red. I'm a red blooded male. But what pie can I not possibly like? I'm sure we'll find one. Oh no! It can't contain anything disgusting. That, yeah, inedible. That you wouldn't traditionally eat, so we can't make a mud pie or something. <laughs> oh, no, no, that'd be ridiculous. Worm pie. What I'll do, I will come up with a date at which we, this will take place. I'm going to let it steam for a week, though. The reason being, you, the listener, <laughs> you got any ideas as to what we can make Dave do? I'm willing to take suggestions for this. If you do and you want to get in touch, please do. You can get the uh, plugs at the end of the show or check the show notes right now if you want to find out where you can get in touch with us. Easiest way is probably Twitter. Uh, or funkygamer.co.uk so please check those for the contact forms the other contact points get in touch let us know what you'd like us to do with Dave and his pie eating thingamajigamy bop <laughs> class oh dear this is going to be interesting so uh, let's uh, also whilst we're on the, the topic of PC release for Halo the Master Chief do we have any thoughts on this particular announcement because it is you know no new news with regards to the Halo franchise as a whole is this good, bad? What do we reckon? Dave, I'll go to you first. You're the biggest Halo fan, so. Initially, I didn't like the idea of it, and I kind of pissed us off a little bit. Do you know why? Can you kind of pinpoint as to what, what was annoying you? Do you know? Because I believe certain games should stay on certain platforms, like Mario should stay on a Nintendo. Uncharted, for example, should stay on a PlayStation type of thing. And Halo is an Xbox, and by opening it up to the PC... Yes, it's nice for PC players to finally get Halo and experience it, but uh, I guess I've opened up to the idea of it. And... Was there anything about the announcement in particular that kind of kind of quelt, kind of, I don't know, maybe subsided your anger about this, maybe made you think about it a little bit differently? Hindsight, <laughs> thinking about it from a few days afterwards. I mean, regards to what they do with future Halo games is the interesting thing. Will PC instantly get to Halo, whatever, this, that? Will they be getting Halo Wars 1 and 2? Sure. So well, how far will this stretch, Is I guess is what you're asking. Yeah. I think it makes it less of a blow 
knowing that it's going to be a staggered release and that the first one of those isn't even going to end kind of land, excuse me, till the end of this year. It makes a lot of sense. Chris, you got any thoughts on this particular subject? I wish I did. I thought you were a big Halo fan. You were playing this recently. I was playing Halo. Which one was I playing? Halo 4. Was I playing Halo 4? I was playing Halo 4 and I was playing Halo Master Chief Collection on my Xbox. Yeah, it was Halo 4. Maybe I just misinterpreted that. So, no particular. I mean, you're not really a PC gamer anyway. What about in terms of this being good or bad for, say, platform exclusivity? But, you know, the kind of thing that Dave was hacking away out there, based on bearing in mind that they're rolling this out in the way that they are, do you think this is good, bad for the industry, Microsoft, Halo as a franchise? It's good for PC players who want to pick it up and give it a go. Uh, but the fact they've spent 800 quid to buy a PC to play a game that you can play on an Xbox for half that is a bit weird. Mm, yeah, I suppose it is giving the option, which is, as I said in kind of previous podcast episodes, and this really does relate to a point we're going to be bringing up, another news point we're going to be bringing up later. Microsoft's general direction with you know gaming as a whole seems to be less focused on one piece of hardware, which is your traditional console cycle generation, that kind of thing. I think it's, um, yeah, you know, like you say, a good thing for PC players. I don't know. I, I really do believe that it's less of an issue, even if they did this for newer games, as long as there's some some exclusivity. You know, you could argue that a year on Xbox before it comes to PC is exclusivity in some way. I don't know how you guys would feel about that being maybe the case where it's a staggered rollout if it were to come to PC, kind of stays exclusive to the console platform for a number of months or years. Do you think that would make a difference the way that you guys see this being rolled out, Dave? I guess this is more pre- prevalent to you as a question. I think I would have to go with the exclusivity deal for like maybe 12 months or so and then appear on PC after that because it puts you in a strange position. If all these games are going to start coming to PC off the belt, then what's the point in Xbox? Sure, yeah. I mean, other than, say, price, because let's face it, to create a PC that's at least any good, is is fairly significant in terms of price, and to get something as powerful as say the One X for the price that you can get it for, people have tried to build PCs to match that power for the same price, and most have failed. Most have failed, yeah. You know, so I think price is a very big point when it comes to deciding whether we're going to game on a PC or a console, and also input as well, keyboard, mouse versus controller. Although that's even less less of an issue now because you can you can use keyboard and mouse on Xbox, and you can use a controller on PC. So I think they're trying to kind of blur the lines here more than anything, whether that's a good idea. Not too sure. Okay, well, we'll see how this turns out. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of a long roadmap for the rollout for this on PC. It could all go wrong. I'm guessing there's a reason that they're dropping these kind of staggered, and I'm guessing part of that comes down to the development of them. So it could all go south. I obviously hope it doesn't, but we'll see how this one pans out. Chris, what's next up on this little news list? Assassin's Creed 3 is getting a remaster. Ooh, yes. Which, I, I don't know. I, I, I think Assassin's Creed 3 was the one that made me sort of fall out of love a bit with the series. It was the last one in the series that featured Desmond as a protagonist, like outside of the Animus. Yeah, I think all of my Assassin's Creed games are sort of blurred into one these days. Sure, I can kind of appreciate that. There's been a number of them, and I've always kind of wondered whether they're differing too far away from what was the original story, the arc, that kind of thing now, just using the franchise to produce new games every year, two years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, realistically, they could throw something else in there, not call it Assassin's Creed, and have a bit more freedom with it. 
I quite like the Assassin's Creed. I mean, you, you both know this. I'm a big fan of the series. But I do understand what people mean when they say they started to fall out of love with the Assassin's Creed game at that point. I found after Black Flag, they kind of went off on a tangent and didn't really explain anything else. And I did fall out of love with them myself as well. I know what you mean with that as well. But the, the ironic thing about that is Black Flag as a game was arguably one of the better Assassin's Creed games, at least in the going into the newer, well, what was then the new consoles generation. I really enjoyed Black Flag. and put more time into that than most other Assassin's Creed games, at least since AC2. You nearly 1,000%, 800% of that, didn't you? 1,000 gamer score. I know, it was ridiculous. I've got a couple of AC games. This is how I know I'm a hardcore fan. But with regards to the remaster, did Ubisoft give any details regarding this, Chris? Uh, they're saying it's part of the Assassin's Creed Odyssey season pass, and it will release later this month. Okay, so uh, like literally uh, on our doorstep here, I believe the date that they've given is the 29th of March this year. Yeah. Now, kind of an intriguing one. And the reason it's intriguing is because of the way they're doling this out. It is not a standalone product, guys. As far as I know, whether you will be able to buy it separately, you probably will be able to. But one of the things that they seem to be doing based on the way this has been reported is they're offering this as part of the season pass for the latest Assassin's Creed game, Odyssey. So if you have the season pass for that game, you don't need to go and buy this. You've already got it. I mean, obviously, it's an interesting delivery. Maybe this is something more guy, more more publishers should kind of pick up on. Uh, Chris, what do you reckon? Do, like, how cool would that be if you now had a season pass? That would make a season pass so much more incentivized to me if they're including stuff like this, not just you know stuff that was related to the game that I've purchased. Yeah, it gives you it gives you more points or more reason to buy a season pass for a game if they're offering you a lot more content, and in in that way, they're giving you basically an extra game just for buying a season pass. I mean, it must be said as well, this is some news that surfaced in the last 24 hours is they've got off offer some further detail on what it will, what the remaster for AC3 will include. And it's fairly substantial. You're talking like a brand new UI, like an entirely new stealth system. Something to do with the way that physics work, works in the game has also changed entirely. So it's not just a reskin. You know, this is a complete remaster of many systems and they're offering it as part of a season pass. I just think that's mad. Dave. Good, bad, or eight? If it's a complete remaster, then it could be quite interesting, I suppose. See what they've actually changed within it. But yeah, it's it's a good method, I suppose. It, incorporating it within season passes, it, like you say, it gives you extra content and say, ooh, that's a nice little surprise. I wonder whether this will sell season passes as well, to a degree. I wonder whether that's their strategy to offer this as part of the season pass, announce it, and then people are going to go, well, I'd pay for the season pass just to get this remaster. Yeah. let alone everything else I get with it. I think it's quite a cool tactic. Interesting idea. If you, uh, the listener, have played uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, or, you know, would I guess I'd be intrigued to know what people think in general. Would you go out and buy the season pass just to get access to that kind of a remaster? Would you do that if more games offered a similar kind of outcome with the way that they offered remasters of their, their game's predecessors and that kind of thing? Quite an int- interesting topic. Again, get in touch with us, let us know your thoughts on that. If uh, we get some decent feedback, we'll kind of plug it on one of the future podcasts and you get to hear your stuff right out on air. That's the, that's the basic gist of how that's going to work. So yes, 29th of March, you'll be able to get that. If you have the Assassin's Creed Odyssey season pass, Dave, do you want to tell us about this last bit that we got here? Microsoft are bringing Xbox Live to iOS and Android. Ooh, pretty big announcement, really, when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. Interesting direction they're going in was originally confirmed in February prior to that GDC panel. And it's now going to be part of a bigger service called GameStack using the power of the cloud, which we've heard so much about yet seen so little of. 
because it's magical. <laughs> you can't see a cloud. But it's to support iOS, Android, PC, web-based, Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch, which is a very weird direction Microsoft are going in again. It's basically a set of APIs that they're offering. If you know anything about programming, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. But if you don't, APIs are uh, kind of uh, hook-ins to programs they can use without having to kind of necessarily supply some functionality themselves. So uh, it just means in a nutshell that the Switch, without much work, would be able to offer Xbox Live as a uh, service on its platform. And PlayStation would never allow it. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It made me laugh that they even outline that playstation is on this list like sony would even go there never i mean what what world would we have to live in to see some kind of xbox service on a playstation platform or even vice versa although let's face it microsoft are probably going to be more open to that being a thing than sony are chris what do you reckon it's all very weird it's strange isn't it yeah what's happening I would I would never have thought that I'd see the day where Xbox Live would be available on anything other than an Xbox. Nope. Well, the name of the service would suggest that it's kind of exclusive to that platform. Yeah, now they're just throwing it out to everybody. Have we entered an alternative reality where gaming lanes are blurred? Yeah, yeah, it's just a gaming free-for-all now. <laughs> Apart from PC people. Okay, I don't think we have a hell of a lot more to say on that. We'll have to see exactly what Microsoft do when it comes to bringing their live service to other platforms. Definitely an interesting one. One that certainly warrants further discussion on our part, but we'll see how that one pans out. Okay, anything else this week, chaps, for the news? Uh, Dave, anything you want to add? No, it's been a bit of a quiet week for myself, to be fair. No, to be honest, the news has been more more, uh, I don't know, crazy this week than a, More a crazy. lies and speculation. Than it has been in, in prior weeks, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Chris? And uh, Although I'm sure that you're going to tack something on to the very end of the show here. No spoilers, but anything else you want to add maybe at this point? Not at this point, no. Ah, confirmed. I like it. Okay. Which case, do we have the feedback? I don't know if I had anything. I don't think we do this week. Which means, as always, we were perfect. We got everything correct. We are completely infallible, basically. Flawless. Yes. So, well done to us. Although I'm pretty sure that people will now go out of their way to try and find something. Oh, by the way, you can't, and this is a rule, you can't email in about a podcast that happened two weeks ago and say something was wrong with it and have it featured two weeks on in the future. No, 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 no. You literally have a two-hour window after the podcast comes out. Yeah, we know when you listen. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We know the minute you listen, the minute you stop listening, so we know exactly when. And your exact emotion when you press the pause button. (laughs) We have this insight. Be afraid, listener. Be very afraid. Stop doing that right now. Yeah, no, stop it. Put it away. Not the time or the place. It isn't. And I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm disgusted. Anyway, that's that pep talk over. Let's move on to Chris's corner, shall we? Since there's nothing else, let's go, 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 go. It's time for Chris's corner. <laughs> oh, it throws me off when you do that. I don't quite know how to react. Okay, as we started the show with the division, we will put a little bullet point in on this one as well. The division two. Uh, players really want to be able to pet dogs. Oh, God. At the minute, they can't. Are you championing this cause? I am saying there is a Reddit movement towards this cause happening. 
Whether Ubisoft will listen and follow through with it, I do not know. But other Ubisoft games have allowed you to pet dogs in the past or pet animals. Oh, right. Yeah, Far Cry. Far Cry allowed it. Assassin's Creed has done it in the past. So people are just wondering why you can't in The Division 2. Is there some form of boycott planned if they don't implement it? Seems to be the way of the world these days. (laughs) I don't think so. Not this time. People will just be silently angry on this one. And with regards to the original Reddit post, is the uh, original poster going by the handle XCW by any chance? No. Okay. Just thought I'd ask. Definitely not me. It's one of my pseudonyms. <laughs> I will. Uh, I don't know if you can remember to send me over the Reddit, the Reddit link. I will let people. I will sign it. <laughs> yeah. So exactly, we can we can start. We can contribute towards the movement. Yes, I think uh, it'll be might as well do something productive with this podcast. I'm all for petting dogs. Dogs should be petted, eh? definitely. That's a sentence. Dogs should be petted. Dogs should be petted. Yes, it's within their future outlook. Yeah, it has to be done. Mm-hmm. If there are animals in your game, we have to be allowed to touch them. Not inappropriately. <laughs> Please move on. <laughs> yes, quickly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Okay, uh, Battlefield Five. They have finally given us a date for their Battle Royale mode. Is it never? It's coming this month. There's not a lot of this month left. March 25th, to be precise, as part of a free update. So the, there are a few details knocking about with this now, obviously with it being so close. Uh, there's going to be a solo mode, duo mode, and squads. It's going to be a 64-player mode, which is, I think, your top end on Battlefield anyway. Oh wow! So that's like your your kind of grand scale battle royale. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a big old map. So those who play Battlefield will know the size of the maps are pretty decent anyway. So it'll be the I'm guessing it'll be the same size as one of the the conquest maps. So you see, to me, what it sounds like they've done is they've gone. We can't decide which of the many battle royales we wish to do. So why not just compete against them all and offer everything? Yeah, I think that's why they've waited so long for it. It's because they've been able to add all the little bits and pieces that no other game or every other game has had. So with the recent release of Apex Legends and obviously Fortnite's still a big thing, how do you think this is going to do? I think it'll draw people back in. I mean, I've got Battle, I've, I still have Battlefield 5 sat on my Xbox hard drive and I've not played it in so long. But it's there and I will give this Battle Royale mode a go. Okay, well, maybe you can give us some insight into what that kind of includes when it drops. I won't be playing it. If I remember when it launches, yes, I will. It's the 25th, Chris, you've just said. Yes, if I remember. Can you remind me on the 25th? Okay, I will do. That there's an update for Battlefield Five and that it's Battle Royale. That'd be grand. Okay. Or you could just remember by not forgetting. That's never going to happen. I'll do my best. Thanks. I I know you won't. I'm going to have to put it, I'm going to have to write it down somewhere, aren't I? Make a note in my phone. Send you a pigeon. That'll do. That might get here around the same time. I hope so. On to my next news point. Far Cry New Dawn, a game which I panned quite considerably back at launch. It's already 50% off in the Ubisoft Store Spring Sale. How old is that game now? <laughs> Not that old. Two months, Six maybe weeks. if that. Yeah. 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 Wow. And you, yeah, they've already chopped it down to half price. I'm not saying sales were bad and that I had any effect on them because I clearly didn't. You did. But I think people I think people are realizing that the Far Cry games are cut and paste. 
everyone listened to our game of the year, game of the year, non-game of the year episode that we did in January. So everybody knows, and I mean everybody, that you disliked it. That's had an impact on sales, Chris. I'm just saying. Okay, thank you. Thank you for thinking that I have that much of a pull. It's okay. I actually felt the same way about Far Cry Lands 5. That's <laughs> 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 what it was. It was a copy and paste. If you have a PC and access to the Ubisoft store, you can pick it up for about 20 quid, 25 quid right now. I say it wasn't a full priced game in the first place. They kind of recognized it was like this mid tier game that was kind of, you know, it, it kind of bridged the gap between the two full releases, basically. And it was only over offered at £40, at least in the UK. Yeah. And I think that was part of the reason. Yeah, I don't know whether this will increase sales for it, but please don't buy it because it'll just encourage them to make more. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's let's boycott it. Yes, don't buy Far Cry. I'm not going to ever. Uh, right here endeth my corner. Nice, and you said it as well. You officially ended it with the phrase that we all know and love. You're welcome. Awesome. That's absolutely epic stuff as always, Chris. Some of the things that we usually didn't know about, but now do. We can consider ourselves enlightened. Asshole. You are fully informed. Thank you. Wicked stuff. Okay, well, in which case, Dave, have you got anything you'd like to add? I'm always going to ask you this now. Yes, I have. Oh, my. F- what <laughs> is happening? I stopped a swear word. We're getting a full remaster of Sniper Elite V2 coming sometime this year to Xbox and PlayStation. Fully upgraded with 4K graphics and using HDR. And Chris, you're going to love this one. It has a frame-by-frame photo mode. Ooh, now I'm excited. I wasn't before. <laughs> so you'll be able to get some impressive screenshots from that game. God, I can only imagine. And it's also coming with all of the DLC, which is a good thing, I suppose, because I really enjoyed Sniper Elite V2, possibly the best one, in my opinion. There's been too many for me to be able to keep tabs. They're like Pokemon. Yeah. Got to catch them all. Apart from that. Apart from that. But I think I might keep an eye on this one and see if it's actually a full price game or a slightly cheaper one. If it's round about there, I think I might give it a look. Has it got released out yet? It just says it'll be due out sometime this year. Oh, so it's a bit vague, I suppose, isn't it? <laughs> it is, I. All right, well, well, yeah, sure, keep an eye on it. If it's something that interests you, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that if you do get it, it'll end up on a segment of what are you playing at some point in the future, and you can give us the lowdown then. But that's awesome. I have no idea about that. I've, I don't, I can't say I'm a big fan of those games. I don't have the patience, really. And it's a certain game style that only, you know, will appeal to certain people, but not to others. And unfortunately, I'm, I'm in the other's camp there. But definitely, uh, definitely give it a go, Dave, if it's your bag. That's awesome. Right, in which case, let's move on to the final segment here, which is the plugs. Plug life. Okie dokie. Right, first and foremost, I'm going to very quickly say this up front. We've had a number of reviews surface on iTunes, and this is absolutely brilliant. Thank you, people. Yeah, I just really wanted to extend, if you've actually gone, spent time out your day, gone and clicked the stars, and uh, some gentleman absolute baller has gone ahead and left us a review thank you so much indeed seriously i cannot understate how much that actually helps us so thank you very much if you're one of those people to the others who haven't yet considered this itunes spotify stitcher youtube we're across all those platforms please go out your way if you really like our stuff or even if you just like it not necessarily really like it just like it a little bit yeah you don't want to go that far exactly you can't be too overzealous yeah if you don't hate us give us a review if you don't feel complete despise for us, go and click the like button, the heart button, whatever 
you have on your platform. Click it, let us know you like it. If you don't like it and it's got a dislike button, go ahead and press that. That's totally fine as well. It lets us know. If you're feeling particularly generous, go ahead and write some comments. I would say that if you're going to give us some kind of negative review, which by the way, we haven't had so far, probably just out of sheer luck. But I would I would always encourage people to leave some feedback because we don't know where we're going wrong, you know, for in your eyes if if people don't tell us basically. So, but I would like to extend thanks to those who have left us reviews and star racings across those platforms. Thank you so much. Okay. If you want to get in touch with us, as always, everything down in the podcast show notes, you'll be able to see all this good stuff. Main way that you can do this is to simply tweet at FGblog, which is at FunkyGamerBlog. Might as well say the handle correctly if I'm going to do that. Alternatively, if you want to contact us individually, you can get in touch with myself. I'm at Ricky James. Chris is at X underscore CW. And Mr. David Moore is at E46Div. So please do get in touch. Let us know your comments, concerns, opinions, all that good stuff. And for the most part, you know, we do try and include them as part of our feedback and discussion for each week with as part of this podcast. So hopefully we'll hear some good stuff. And obviously the topics that we discussed today, you'll have heard me ask for some opinions on that. If you have any insight, you want to offer your opinion, whether it be in line with the things that we stated or even something completely different, get in touch and let us know. Obviously, you can check out everything else. So Xbox, PSN, stream links all down in the description below. Streaming has not died. I'm going to kind of work through this. It's just a, a busy period right now, unfortunately. But You're having a moment again. I know, I am. But I appreciate, appreciate people asking about it because a couple of people have. And it just goes to show there's still some interest, which is awesome to know. Finally, Discord, our awesome little Discord channel. It's, it's pretty busy these days, even if there's only a few of us in there. You know, it's fairly active in terms of the chat and stuff, and it's always a good, uh, a good laugh to, to join in. So I encourage you to go ahead and do that. You can go to funkygamer.co.uk slash Discord. That will get you into an open invite. You can join the channel, say hello to myself, Chris and Dave, as well as some other peeps, all very friendly folk. We're also on Reddit, finally, reddit.com slash r slash funkygamer. Try and post the podcast every week, although it's not really at the forefront of my things to do, but I do try and keep it up to date. So if you like that kind of stuff, you want to use it as a forum, go right ahead. That's me done for the plugs. Go on, Chris. I've got two more things. <laughs> two? Are you taking the actual... Ugh, I'm not going to swear. <laughs> what, the first one is sort of a mini plug for an Anthem Reddit. Oh, great. Which, as, as many people know, Anthem is getting a lot of hate right now in the main Anthem Reddit. So if you like, if you're enjoying playing Anthem, there is a light-hearted Anthem subreddit called Low Sodium Anthem. Oh, brilliant. Yes. So it is, it is your Anthem subreddit without the salt. I like it. I like the name. That's very clever. Which is how they're billing it. And it's, it's a good place to go if you just want to, if you're enjoying playing Anthem still and just want to uh, look at people and what they're doing and what they're picking up in game, then go there and do that. And everybody's quite positive in that one. That's fantastic. Can you send me the link to that Reddit? I will pop it in the show notes. I will. Brilliant. And my final bit for this week... EA paid Ninja $1 million to promote Apex Legends. Idiots. Were they trying to keep this on the low, the low down or the down low? I don't know. I don't, it seems to have popped up this week, this news story, that they threw $1 million at Tyler Ninja Blevins to promote their game. Now see, I'm trying to work out whether they're being transparent by sharing this information or whether somebody's calling them out by showing that they did this without them necessarily kind of publicizing it. 
Yeah, it, it's it's one that sort of came out of the blue, and I don't think that EA actually came out with it. It was a Reuters report on the sort of the the earnings of certain Twitch streamers. Yeah, I've also heard people say that as Reuters, which is not the correct correct pronunciation as far as I'm concerned. It's Reuters. You said it correctly, Chris. Well done. It is Reuters. Thank you. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> and there we go. That's it. That to earn one million just to promote one game is. Insane. Absolutely insane. Uh, add that to however much this guy makes each month, and I was going to say he's the, like the richest streamer he in is, the world. He is right now. He is massive. So wow. Well, if clearly there's a good reason for it. If he's making deals with EA like that, yeah. Kind if of you're crazy. listening, Ninja, long as a few quid. Oh, just a few. I mean, don't get me wrong. A couple of grand wouldn't be much out of your wallet, mate. You know what I'm saying? No, no. Please, just, yeah. Yeah, the donate link is in the description as well. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. shame. shame yeah. I know, hashtag no shame. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag ninja funders. Right, I think we better leave it there and run, run for our lives, guys, quite frankly. <laughs> right, in which case, Dave, you got anything to add to Chris's little shenanigans towards the end there? No, I haven't. Didn't think you would, but to be honest with you, you surprised the absolute life out of me by adding something to Chris's corner, so thank you for that, sir. I try to keep it in your toes. You do, you need to do a very good job as well. Right, in which case, chaps, I think we should say goodbye for the week. Thanks to both of you for being here, and as always, I'm assuming we'll see you next week. Cheers, Chris, nice one, man. Cheers, thank you. And same to you, Dave, thank you very much indeed, sir. Cheers, man. You're very welcome indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 18. We are getting closer to that 20 mark. This is episode 18 of the Funky Gamer podcast. My name is Ricky James, and as always, we will speak to you again next week.